I think to be, you know, not too philosophical, I guess, but CrossFit made me appreciate my body. I think before it was like always me kind of against it to want to get it to be this certain way. And all of a sudden it was like, no, this is cool. It's okay to like be this weight and be this size or whatever. I would rather look and feel like an athlete than just look like you know somebody that should be on the cover of a magazine and it's it's totally cool either way but this is what feels better like in my heart and soul hi all right (laughs) all right guys welcome to the crossfit casco bay podcast we're here again for episode two i'm here with coach emily say hi emily hi everybody (laughs) today we're gonna kind of dive into nutrition um and I think I couldn't really find a, a better person to talk about this with than Emily. So, um, and let's just talk first about like your background in nutrition, whether personally, um, what's your experience been and, and, um, what do you do here at CrossFit Casco Bay with nutrition? Sure. First, thanks for inviting me to do this because I love to talk and I love to talk <laughs> about nutrition because I love food. Um, it's a long story how I got into it, but the shorter version of it would be about 10 or so years ago when I was in college, I got into bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing like some nutrition that is prescribed more so for bodybuilding. And um, that didn't work out so well in terms of like performance and being able to perform like lifting because I was really really tired. I obviously lost some weight. Um, so then that really got me into it. I was like, I want to figure out ways to fuel my body that actually make me feel healthy, give me energy. Um, so I started playing around. I took some classes in it and then I just did a lot of experimenting on my own with different kind of like nutrition plans. Um, so that's like the short of how I got into it. And now, um, I started CrossFit hmm, like five years ago now. Oh wow. Yeah. And obviously coming into CrossFit, it's like this whole new level of not only do I want to like look good and eat to like look like I have muscles, but I want to perform well. Like I want to feel like an athlete. I want to fuel my body. So I started doing like I played around with RP strength, a couple other of like the big name, Mm -hmm. like eat to perform. I looked into a lot of those. And then I really started doing macro counting. And it was the first thing that made me feel like I was eating enough. I could like still live my life. And I was really fueling myself as an athlete. So that's what made me buy into it. Oh, that's awesome. So that's actually really interesting. I didn't know that you had kind of dabbled with bodybuilding for a while. And so talk to me a little bit about the difference between the food you were eating and how you were eating when you were doing bodybuilding versus now. <laughs> yeah. So bodybuilding obviously was, it was less food. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a sport of its own. And you, I respect the people that do that. It's like, um, not a lot of food in terms of how I eat now. And it was like, I'll eat rice, I'll eat broccoli, I'll eat chicken, eggs, well, egg whites. So not (laughs) not even whole eggs. And that was about it. It was pretty limited and it was like, I'd eat at certain times and Mm -hmm. it was, you know, much less calories than I eat now. Yeah. Yeah. And was that sustainable? Like, were you eating the same way year round or was it kind of fluctuating like with peaking for competition or were you over, you like egg whites? all the time. No, it would, it would definitely fluctuate. Like you'd get much more stringent about things when you're getting close to a time to compete, but it also set me up, um, for a cycle of like really poor eating habits. Okay. You know? Cause then food's just like, 
you look at it in a bad way and everything's like calories. And so it just gave me uh, not a very healthy relationship with food. Like right. I, would, I would eat not a lot and then I'd get done and I'd like want to eat everything. And so. Yeah. And I feel like those ebbs and flows of like, especially appetite is a pretty big red flag that something's going wrong, right? Like that you're not being balanced throughout the day or throughout your cycles of eating because like you're just ebbing and flowing like that. Would you agree? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so um, what was the big difference when you transitioned to CrossFit? Like how did that change? Because you still are pretty much tracking similarly, right? But like what kind of foods changed? Like, and how did your outlook change once you started doing CrossFit? I think to be, you know, not too philosophical, I guess, but CrossFit made me appreciate my body. I think before mm -hmm. it was like always me kind of against it to want to get it to be this certain way. And all of a sudden it was like, no, this is cool. It's okay to like be this weight and be this size or whatever. I would rather look and feel like an athlete mm -hmm. than just look like you know, somebody that should be on the cover of a magazine. And it's to it's right. totally cool either way, but this is what feels better, like, in my heart and soul. Right. Yeah. So if I'm someone that's just, like, coming in and has those goals that you kind of just described that I, I want to look good, but I also want to feel good and I want to train really well, I want to get better at CrossFit, I want to feel athletic, but I also just want to be healthy, what's kind of, like, that number one thing you're going to talk about first with them um, right off the bat? Yeah, I would ask someone to start with just taking a look at what they're doing now so we could make some small changes. So like grab a notebook, you know, a lot of times I'm like, use MyFitnessPal or some kind of app on your phone because everybody's has their phones yeah. readily accessible. But it's like track everything you eat. Doesn't matter how much. Um, don't change anything right now. Let's just get a good picture at where you're at. And then we'll start with like really small changes. Like I had a conversation with somebody recently and it was just about like, salad dressing mm -hmm. and how much calories that can add to a meal yeah. that's like super healthy and then it's like do I really actually want that then so it's right. those tiny little tweaks that people make initially but I would just say let's let's take like two weeks and you record mm -hmm. absolutely everything and then we'll take a look at it together and yeah. start to make like little changes yeah I think people might be surprised because I, I kind of found the same thing when I just started tracking but didn't really care what the numbers were at the end of the day how much more aware of things you are and then you're going to start getting surprised like the salad dressing too you're just basically like dumping sugar and fat onto your salad <laughs> right. which is kind of crazy but you don't realize it like you don't realize that there's um sugar in absolutely everything like and i think it changes your perspective and i think you can make huge leaps and bounds in your fitness uh, and your physique by just being aware of what you're eating. I don't even care at the end of the day what your numbers are, but like just be aware of what you're eating. And that, I think that's the responsible thing to do. And I think that people can make a lot of progress with that. So two weeks, I did that. What next? What, am, what are you telling me next after two weeks of that? Well, some of that depends on what you come back and say to me. Like we cool. would be talking throughout, but it's like, did you feel really good while you were doing it? Did you try to make any changes? I would kind of get like a commitment level. Do you want to start doing something like tracking macros and we mm -hmm. could do some education around how to do that? Or would it be more like, do you just want to focus on eating more high quality foods, like making some food changes? Yeah. You're not doing any tracking. You're just trying to have, you know, vegetables and at least two of your meals and making choice to eat like lean meat instead of, you know, mm -hmm. like really fatty meat, just some simple changes like that. So it really right. depends on somebody's 
commitment level, I guess, to, to making a big change like that. You could mm-hmm. start, um, dive right in and like get some numbers and I'm just going to start tracking or I'm just going to make small changes. Right. Do you find that people tend to change things a little bit even when they're not necessarily supposed to in those first two weeks. Cause I know for me that when I have to actually put something in, I'm not going to eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's. Cause like that's super demoralizing to like scan that barcode and it's like serving size times four. And you're like, shit. Yeah. Times four. And it's like, it's, it's not as proud. I don't feel as proud when I eat like a whole pint of ice cream and I have to put it in. So do you think like, even though they're technically not supposed to, we're not, we're not supposed to like, change anything it almost subconsciously does change your mind a little bit do you think that comes into play totally totally does I think that eating a lot of times if it's not out of like hunger or performance is behavioral so like when you know somebody else is kind of watching and asking you about it it does make you a little more self-conscious about some of those choices yeah and I think that's huge right it's just accountability and I think that's the point of CrossFit classes is that if we kind of jump over to the fitness side of things, when you're, you know, when you're standing next to somebody doing the same exact workout as you, regardless of like the weights are the same or not, like I know like when when you and I work out side by side, I'm pushing way harder than if I'm by myself. So I think that goes, there's a, there's something to be said for even just like if it's your spouse or if it's a friend of just like finding someone and be like, Hey, you know, and what's great about my fitness pals, you can like friend request people and like they can, and you can choose to let them see your diary and they're probably not even going to look at it that often if at all. But the fact that you know that it's out there, you might make little micro changes that could make a huge impact. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I still think, I still think, and I know like you'll probably go into this, that it's super important that they, if they do track for more than two weeks, it's probably a good idea to have at least an a ballpark number for each macronutrient because you can start going down that rabbit hole of like under eating. And I feel like when people track, regardless if they're tra- like tracking the macros or not, they're probably on the underside. And that's not necessarily a good thing. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, especially with your experience in bodybuilding, how like under eating is almost just as bad as overeating in some regards? Mm hmm. Yeah, um, I actually think that's true, especially when people, like you just started to talk about, when people think that somebody's watching them, I think there's like Mm -hmm. this tendency to all of a sudden try to eat perfectly. And unfortunately, society, at least in history, has been like, that means a lot less calories. And so I do think that people, I've worked with um, some people from the gym, and I feel like there's been a number of them that have been under eating. And it's like, I have some great news for you. You can be eating, you know. 45 more grams of carbs than you ever have been Mm -hmm. and your body will probably thank you for it like you'll feel better have more energy and it's not going to cause this crazy weight gain like yes if somebody jumps up carbs you might gain weight in the sense that the scale says something heavier for a day or two because you usually retain a little water if you start Mm -hmm. eating a little more food but in general I do think there is a lot of education that can go into like it's okay to eat more food, like especially carbs, protein, fat is a little different, you know, male, female, like I feel like females have to be a little more um, careful about that. But in general, yes. And I also think that as a CrossFit athlete, that's part of it, like being able to eat more food to fuel your workouts in the gym. Mm -hmm. And you might be surprised when you're, depending on what you're eating, can dictate how much you're eating. So I know like, potatoes 
you have to eat a lot more potatoes to get carbs versus like ice cream. So it's like, you might be surprised like, oh crap, like I need to eat, let's say like 250 grams of carbs. And like you start eating good foods and whole foods and you're like, holy crap, I, I, I can't eat enough. Like <laughs> This is a lot of food. <laughs> exactly. Especially like, I, I like to add in like filler foods and like I don't do this nearly enough especially like my girlfriend is trying to like stuff vegetables down my throat but like little things that I I admittedly I'm not doing right now but I used to do is like you make like an egg scramble and you throw in cabbage or throw in like a ton of like leafy greens and you can make something like it's almost like a ghost it's like it's a lot more food than it looks yeah it's really not that many calories or that many carbs so I think that the the quality and the quantity kind of go hand in hand and you can I think a lot of people think when I start counting macros or like when I see someone that's lean, they're probably not eating at a lot. And you'd be surprised that the the athletes, especially right now at the CrossFit Games, you'd be surprised how much food they're eating. Yeah. Um, it's just the quality kind of changes the game a lot. Yeah, I agree. If someone is counting macros and they come to me and they're saying that they're hungry, because I always ask people to tell me, like, how are you feeling? Do you mm-hmm. have energy? I would talk about picking foods where you can eat more volume. Right. So like... You're talking about all those vegetables, they, carbs, yes, but really not anything that's you know going to amount to anything. You can eat tons and tons of vegetables mixed mm-hmm. in with like your lean meat or other sources of protein. Yeah. It's like that's you can make a huge meal, and mm-hmm. it doesn't take up tons of your macros. Right. So you you kind of snuck in there a little bit about the differences male to female. I want you to kind of talk about that, but I also want you to talk about how it's kind of important that when you start tracking your food, how you can even notice things for yourself, like individually how some people might respond to fat or carbs or certain foods than others. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. um, The first part about the male-female, I think just in general, males have a little more lean muscle mass in their bodies, so they just are able to use food in general as an energy source a little faster than us females. Mm -hmm. Um, So I try to take that stuff to a into account but again everybody is different so what works for one person you know like really high fat might work really well for some female and then some other female it might tend to cause like more weight gain so in general somebody coming into it I do have like we figure out together what somebody's best numbers are and what nutrition works best for somebody and you're never going to find that out unless you start tracking because it's kind of like you're shooting in the dark when you're just eating like it's one thing to like eat meats and vegetables and and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, like how like CrossFit tells you to eat, but then like, but you might be doing that. And I actually had um, a case at the gym I used to work at um, where we had someone that was like really frustrated because she's coming to me. She's like, Zach, I'm literally eating exactly what you told me, but I'm like, I'm gaining weight right now and I'm, my numbers are going up in the gym, but like my weight is like all over the place. And we was like, all right, don't change anything, track your food. And her fat was unbelievable like it was in the hundreds and the, her carbs were like low 50s are you talking protein. about me right now <laughs> <laughs> no but but yeah but that it's crazy though like you think like yeah i'm eating nuts and seeds and i'm eating like eggs with egg you know egg yolks and then i'm eating uh, avocado and it's like i eating all these foods that on the surface like oh these these look great but then 
you look at my fitness pal and you're like, oh crap, like yeah. I've doubled my fat count. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about that a little bit too? Yeah, it just makes me laugh because I didn't talk about that. But when I first came into CrossFit, I did the paleo diet. I like yeah. really bought into that and did that. And I felt good on some level, but I gained weight and I was that same kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. what the heck is going on? But as it turns out, like eating paleo, if that includes like half a jar of peanut butter every day, yeah. might not be the best yeah. fit for your macros. Mm-hmm. So, And I think it's good to like try things and, and be educated on a bunch of different um, diets. But I think regardless of what diet you're choosing, whether it's beef and beer or straight vegetarian, I think it's important to know your numbers and experiment on yourself and like test things out like see okay I'm gonna eat and and it takes longer than you think like I feel like a lot of the times like I eat I'm like on a a bad streak of eating and then I eat good for like two days and I'm like why do I I look like Rich Froning right now (laughs) like I ate spinach like twice like I should be like Dan Bailey but uh, (laughs) it takes a couple weeks so I think it's important to like hey all right pick something and stick with it two to six weeks how do you feel then switch and I feel like if you do that, you can eventually hone in on like, all right, this works for me, you know, paleo, but with this macro prescription works for me or Atkins with this or whatever you choose to do a vegetarian with this. I think it's important to test things out because you're never going to know unless you try it. Right. Right. So I, um, you've probably done this. What it, for you, I know people are probably interested in hearing like, what do you eat on a daily basis? So bring me through like you wake up in the morning. The train's going by, getting super loud with the audio, which is amazing. Uh, what are you eating from sunrise to sundown, if you don't mind uh, sharing with everybody? Yeah, I so I'm more in like a maintenance right now, so I, I'm eating a little more than I would if I was like trying to cut. Um, but I do get into like the pattern of eating the same kind of foods like week to week because I do a lot of meal prep stuff too. Mm-hmm. I never like to be hungry, so I bring food with me everywhere. Okay. Um, so breakfast Which is probably a good idea, especially for like mood maintenance, because I know if I go too long without food, it, it doesn't it's not good for anyone around me. Right. <laughs> that and I'm just like, then I'll eat anything if I'm yeah. really, really hungry. I'll eat whatever is in front of me. Mm-hmm. So um, I wake up, I usually eat like two or three eggs. I usually will have like an apple. I might have oatmeal and some peanut butter. Like I try to eat um, a lot of food to just get myself going first thing in the morning. Um, I usually don't work out first thing in the morning. So today was like a different day. I'd eat a little different, um, usually then like head to work. For lunch, sometimes I make like really big stir fry with like lots of vegetables, some meat. Um, I like to bring, I'll usually bring a snack that I can have in the afternoon, which might be like Veggies, and I usually make my own dip. I'll get like Greek yogurt and make some kind of seasoning dip, mm-hmm. or I'll grab like a bar. I like the RX bars yeah. and some of those. Um, then I'm like a workout at 5 30 at night kind of gal, so I usually have something. I try not to eat like right before I work out, but I'll have caffeine. I, I forgot yeah. to mention that. Like, I definitely have coffee. Yeah. And I wake up oh, in yeah. the morning, <laughs> live by that too. Yeah. Um, but then I'll have like pre workout. I usually have protein after I work out like some SFH stuff I really like that Mm -hmm. then I'll go home and make dinners like the one meal I like to 
get flexible with. So it really yeah. depends on like whatever I want. I lately That's I've cool. been um I tried to make my own cauliflower pizza crust and it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> but I ordered this kind online. It's like this frozen one. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been making like pizza a lot. Um with a cauliflower pizza crust and yeah. I'll do like sauce and tons of vegetables. So it's like a salad pizza. Um, but <laughs> That's what it ends up turning into, right? It's a pizza scramble, right? Yeah. That's like my omelets every morning. It's like they get so messed up. But it's delicious. Um, I really like Mexican food. So I do a lot of like taco bowls or I'll make like, you know, shredded buffalo chicken wraps, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But it, it generally always involves like vegetables, some kind of like chicken, turkey, and then like a good carb source, which for me is usually like sweet potatoes, oatmeal, some kind of rice. There are, I eat, still eat like bread sometimes, but I try to pick like things that have to me a good like macro count. So there's like carbs, but also maybe some protein and not tons and tons of fat in it. Yeah. So awesome. Um, so that's perfect. Thanks for sharing with that, yeah. with that with us. Um, to kind of wrap it up, uh, well, obviously try to meet up and talk more about this because I know this is super fascinating for us but I'm sure for a lot of people listening uh, what's the one thing that you kind of want people to take away from this podcast specifically if you can kind of wrap it up into to to one thing you know what especially someone that's just studying it let's let's say like let's pick that audience right now like I'm just you know I'm kind of over how I'm eating right now like what's the first thing I should do and like the one thing I could take away from this whole thing Yeah, I would absolutely go back to what I was saying in the beginning. Just start to build some awareness about how you eat now and like how it makes you feel. So like by writing down everything that you're eating for the next three days and just taking a look at, did I feel like, did my stomach hurt? Did I feel good? Did I feel too full? Did I feel hungry? Those kind of things. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, if you have any questions, I'm sure Emily would love to answer them. You guys can can submit them through info at CrossFitCastaway.com if you have any questions for us, if you want anything you want us to talk about on the podcast. But, yeah, thanks for sitting with me. Yeah, perfect. thanks for inviting me. Yeah, see you guys at the gym. <laughs> <laughs>